Matthew chapter 2 tells us about wise men. Let's just see what it says. May God bless his word to our souls and say amen. amen. It says in Matthew 2, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem, wise men came from the east asking, where is the one born king of the Jews? We saw his star in the east and we have come to worship him. Then that same star went before them until it stopped over the infant Jesus in Bethlehem. With joy, they, the wise men, went in and worshipped Jesus, giving him gifts of gold. You know the story, you know the narrative. This is well known. The problem is, is that it goes over our heads. Give me five minutes before we go on to our final carol, because this is really important. We're told, as we can see there in verse 2, that they came from the east asking, where is the one born king of the Jews? The thing is, they came from Persia or Iran, and they came on a long journey, and this is where they came to the city of Jerusalem, because they were expecting a king. Look what they're saying. Where come, where is the king? The king of the Jews. So they went to Herod's palace. That's where kings hang out. And they thought they'd find the king there, King Jesus there. But he wasn't there. Because Jesus is a different kind of king. And we know that Herod, a really nasty piece of work, told them to go to Bethlehem. But they were wise enough to start looking for Jesus. How about you? Are you looking for Jesus? Because you know what? Wise people still look for Jesus today. We'll say amen. amen. What we read 2,000 years ago is still true today. We're told then in verse 2, they said, We've seen his star in the east and we have come to worship him. Now, the thing about a star is it's very subtle. It's not dramatic. It's not in your face. It just kind of appears up there with the other stars. Do you know, let me, it's not a trick question. How many here in the last week looked up at the sky to see the stars? Anyone? Whoa, that many. I was going to say, am I one of the few that look up at the sky? Okay, so that's about a third of us maybe. But most people don't look up at the sky that often. And you know, life is busy. But the thing is, they were looking, and we know astronomically a star did appear. That is beyond doubt. But they could easily have ignored the star. It's not like it was in front page news. Nobody would have judged them. Nobody would have known. But God would. And their conscience would. And it's the same with you. No one will look twice at you if you stop following Jesus. Or if you decide, I'm not going to look for Jesus. No one, no one will know. But God will know. And you'll know in there. And this is what these guys were motivated by. They knew that God would know. And so we're told that same star that they had first seen in the east went before him. This was a really long journey. It was a difficult journey. It was an expensive journey. But anything worth it in life, you need to put in a bit of effort in it, don't you? You want to have a successful relationship? It's not just all love, baby. 
I mean, all the pop songs are, I love you, baby. You know what? I'll die for you, baby. I'll put myself out. I'll prefer your needs. That, that's what real love is. If you want a successful relationship, you've got to put time and effort and even expense in it. You want to get a qualification for your career? You've got to put a bit of an effort in, time, money, and a bit, of, uh, a bit of expertise. You want to buy a house? It takes time, it takes saving, and so on. Anything worth it in life takes time. How much more? to make our peace with God. So they weren't afraid to do that and they went on the long expensive journey and were told they followed the star from Jerusalem to the village of Bethlehem until it stopped over the infant Jesus in Bethlehem. Now for most of us when we read this or we hear this we think of a photo like I have on the screen here. Um, and that's fine because that's partially true. But I want to just draw your attention, and this is the rub, part of the rub of it today, is what did they see initially? You see, they didn't initially see something wonderful. Initially, they saw something like this. They saw a stable, a shack, a place where animals do poo-poo. That's what they saw. We can't put... Um, uh, bling or candy around this. Jesus chose not to be born in a palace. He chose to be born in the most humble place. And these wise men didn't allow that to stop them. They didn't say, I'm too wealthy to go in there. Now these guys would have come from the elite of the Persian Empire. They were well educated. They were incredibly wealthy. They were probably royalty. But they were wise enough not to look at the outside wrapping. Man looks at the outside, what does God look at? He looks at your heart. Do you really think you're more acceptable because you wear a certain label of clothing? Really? Does that make you more acceptable? If you think that your friends will only like you if you're wearing a certain type of clothing, they're not worth having as friends. Because as soon as you take off that label, you're not their friend anymore. Wise friends will see you for who you are, not for what you look like. Who'll say amen? amen? And these guys didn't look at the stable and go, Oh, it smells. We are better than this. We were reared in a palace. I'm not going in there. Mm -mm. And if they hadn't, all of the wonderful nativity narrative that we love, or maybe you're hearing for the first time, wouldn't have happened. They looked beyond the outside and they found the Messiah. They found the real savior of the world and they were willing to go to the ends of the earth to find him. How about you? Are you willing to go beyond your comfort zone? And maybe those of you who are here for the first time today, it took a lot of courage for you to come here. And maybe you're a little bit uncomfortable because you're not used to this type of celebration. You know, respect to you. What are you doing? You're doing something wise. We'll say amen. amen. Because you're going beyond your comfort zone, like these guys. You're going beyond cool. Some people won't come into a church like this because they want to appear cool. Really? Really? Is that what your life is about? Are you really that shallow? I don't think you are. And if you're in here, you're not like that. There's something deeper going on. Hallelujah. And there was something powerful going on in these guys. And what do we read? They gave him gifts. 
in uh, verse 11. So here we see that they came in and they worshipped this Jesus in a smelly, dirty, out-of-the-way little place whereby they would normally never go. They'd have never have gone there. Now, I have a question for you. Here is a beautiful 20 euro note, just taken out of the bank machine yesterday. If I smell it, it's a beautiful, fresh smell. Can you smell it? Of course you can. Show your masks. Mm. There's no wrinkles in it like my face. Thank you, Lord. All of the edges are really sharp, and it looks good, and it smells good, and it feels good. Now, I also happen to have, in the back of my pocket, for a while, another 20 euro note. Loaded. I, I don't use them old cards at all, keep away from them things. So I have another 20 euro note, and you know what kids? It smells dusty and musty. It's all wrinkled, and the edge of it is crooked, and it doesn't look very good. But here's my question. If you go into Spar next door to buy 20 euros worth of chocolate, mm, gosh, that got a better reaction than the worship. If you go in to buy 20 euros worth of chocolate to Willie, that's his name, the guy who owns Spar next door, and you go in with a 20 euro note, will you get more chocolate for this 20 euro than this 20 euro? The same. Are you certain? So even though this looks better, it smells better, like some of you ladies, and a few men as well, which are aftershave, and it feels better, Yes, they're exactly the same value. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So what, what am I saying? However cool you are, however, whatever your clothes are like, whatever your accent is like, whatever your skin is like, whatever your hair or lack of it is like, whatever your education is like, you and I are equal before God. Men and women who say amen. amen. Black and white who say amen. amen. Red-haired and bald men and all kinds of people are equal before the sight of God. And the wise men didn't allow the first impression, which could have turned them off, they didn't allow that to stop them. Instead, they came in and they gave him gifts and they worshipped him. Now, as I close, let me quote my favorite Christmas carol. Julie, uh, brilliant solo Julie. Julie actually referenced some of this, but In the Bleak Midwinter is a slow Christmas carol. You don't hear it too often, but every time I hear this carol, I get a shiver down my spine. It's so haunting. Let me close by just reading out the last few lines of this beautiful Christmas carol, because it says, what can I give him? poor as I am. If I were a shepherd, I would give a lamb. If I were a wise man, I would do my part. But what can I give him? I'd give him my heart. That's what the wise men 2,000 years ago did, the Magi, and that's what wise people do today. Will we give the Lord our heart? I'm going to ask everyone to stand before we come to the final part of our Christmas carol celebration. And if you've already given your heart to the Lord, 
maybe some people here near to need to rededicate their heart. If you've never given your heart to the Lord, this is the opportunity to do it. And if your heart is right with God, let's pray that in the mad season of Christmas and of pandemic, that your heart doesn't grow cold. Are you up for that prayer? If you want to lift your hands, I'm going to encourage you to do it because that's what the Bible asks us to do when we pray. Let's lift our hands for a short prayer. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Heavenly Father, that you sent Jesus to be our Savior. And we praise you, God, that you have given wisdom to everyone here because we wouldn't be on this journey if it wasn't for you. Help us to keep going even if the journey gets difficult. I pray, Lord, for anyone who has never given their heart to you, that they would give their heart to you here and now in Jesus' name. Who'll say amen. amen. Anyone who needs to rededicate their heart, I pray they do it now. In Jesus' name, who'll say amen. amen. And finally, Lord, for all of us on the journey, imperfect as we are, as we go through Christmas, as we go through the madness of the pandemic, would you keep our hearts warm and hot for you we pray in jesus name and one more time god's people said amen, amen. michael amen. hallelujah praise god for his word right we're after running over a little bit so we better not hang around this one this is a song called angels we have heard on high it's your chance to practice all the latin you studied so hard in school to learn 